Hello, and welcome to podcast. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna leave that in. Hello, and welcome to Timeline, a podcast... Oh, it's been a day. We'll get into... Hang on. All right. Welcome to Timeline. It's a podcast about Twitter. I'm Zach. My dad is here. Say hi, hi, everybody. That's Alan. Le- okay. This is... All right. Let me just... Let me just get this all out of the way right up right up front. Okay. At uh, uh, 1 p.m. today, I said, hey, dad, it's t- let's record our podcast because we talked about it earlier. We were like, oh, we'll record it on Saturday. Great. 1 p.m. All right. Let's record a podcast. 35 minutes go by of troubleshooting and and getting uh, screen shares going and making sure the audio is recording properly. My dad is in Canada, in Montreal. I'm in New York. And so uh, there's a lot of, you know, phone call and Google Hangout sharing the screen and making sure everything is good. 35 minutes. We start recording. We go for an hour, an hour of solid goofs and, and, and gags and good podcasting. We get through the whole darn thing, and we do our tweets at the end of it, and it's great. It's so good. And then I get my dad's audio, and Audacity, which he recorded it on, just ate it and crunched it up, and, and there, were, there were gaps in it, and Audacity, the wizard that lives in Audacity destroyed my dad's audio. <laughs> and so i hate i hate that wizard the wizard's a real fucking bastard and so we said you know what let's just let's do it again and so we we tried again and uh this time my audio decided to uh go to hell um but that was you know we did that was only a couple minutes in you know we only did a couple minutes and my audio went to hell and it was like fine you know what you know what i'll switch up the program that i'm using and that's fine um and then uh it turns out that after we recorded another hour, it's now 5 p.m. We've recorded another full hour of podcast, and it is great, and it was so good, and more good goofs were had. And then we did more tweets from it, and then I get my audio, and it's been eaten by the Audacity Wizard. <laughs> and now I'm recording on Audition, which hopefully will not just – there's no wizard in Audition, Audition, and if there is, he's a nice man – and um, I just want to say, I just want to say, I mean, I know it's been like a, a real bummer because yeah. like you're trying to get a podcast out, but I, I've just had the best day. Like, it's good. Well, listen, okay. Now like it's, I've, enjo- I've enjoyed the afternoon with you. It is now 7 p.m. after 7 p.m. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so we've, we, uh, you know, we took a break and ate dinner. Did you eat dinner? I ate dinner. I ate dinner. What, ate dinner. what did you have for dinner? I had the leftover salmon and a little piece of broccoli and then three Oreos. That, well, you know, a nice little treat. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had some leftover chicken and um, potatoes. I had some leftover chicken. I had some leftover uh, potatoes that I made yesterday and uh, oh, a glass of orange juice. Nice, nice. But now this is a very cool development that's going to happen. Let's do this right next to the mic. That is a. It sounds like a beverage. It's a beer. I'm going to pour it right into a glass so I don't have to slurp out of a beer can. I usually edit out, you know, eating and drinking sounds, but right now I think this is some good ASMR of of just pouring in. And I'll I'll cut out the when I actually take a sip of it, but this is a a glass of Rolling Rock. Do 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 you think that folding laundry would make good ASMR? Because I'm sitting uh, in the bedroom this time, but with a whole pile of laundry that needs folding. Let's hear. It. Let's do a sock. Do give me a sock. What does a sock fold sound like? All right. If you do a little sock fold. All right. Here we go. Yeah, I have it. Can you hear anything? I, I'm not getting anything, but maybe your your actual like podcast mic is picking it up better. Well, maybe it's maybe maybe I'll save that for another podcast. I think we'll though. find out in the edit. I think I'll find out once I get your audio, and I'll be like, oh, you know, that was a good. Would you ever pivot to doing ASMR content? Do you think you could be a content creator? And, and... Uh, let's oh, let's I, introduce I, I, I wait, just, let's introduce I, what you do right now. The, let's and then you can talk about whether or not you can pivot to ASMR because right now you are a children's writer. I, I write children's books and some children's TV and stuff. Um, I'm also a cartoonist illustrator. I don't know what my ASMR like niche would be, mm-hmm. like trimming my beard. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what would be like appropriate for me to ASMR. ASMR. Um, I don't. Oh, fuck. I used to know what that stood for. Audio. I don't know. 
Audio stimul... Is it even audio? I don't know what the first word... I don't know what any of the letters are. So, okay, so where we left things... Oh. I I know what they are. Tell me what, but I'm not telling. A. S. Is my initials. Alan Silverberg. Oh, you just... Oh, that was so loud. (laughs) When you got right up on the mic and said Alan Silverberg. Fuck. All right, we'll we'll see how that came out. (laughs) I'm sorry. So it stands for Alan Silverberg, Mr. Writer... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's terrible i Come like on. it mr writer mr writer yeah, with, with an yeah. r okay yeah. all right so okay so let's let's um let's just take a breath uh it's been a long day this is the one this is our third full recording it's gonna happen we've been doing this for six hours with a dinner break and we're going to make it happen and we're going to make it good and i think you know this is now the, the fourth or fifth full time that we've done this introduction. Right. You know, so th- I'm a little jumbled and confused about what we have and haven't talked about. I think, you know, you know, if we make reference to things that we said earlier in the day, we'll just have to explain ourselves maybe. I'm just going to say it because I say it every time and I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Your new choice of music for the intro is just I, I voted for it. I think it's I think it's the right Thank one. Thank you for the fourth time today thank you um, you're talking about time doesn't wait by the img and i agree with you i think it's a better like a uh, podcast intro yes, yes although yes. even though it- even though my friend described it as uh white guy podcast music i can't you know well, it's you know well the shoe fits <laughs> uh, all right should we uh yeah i've got my twitter open and, and i've got my twitter i just want to tell everybody i i basically um I follow a lot of, and people follow me, a lot of teachers, a lot of librarians, authors, mm-hmm. and it's 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 pretty tame, except for the occasional weird thing. Right. And we, so, so we did, so we'll yeah, I mean, just to, to kind of preface, we did see some weird stuff earlier, and maybe we'll come across more of it, of like yeah, some, some book accounts that were promoting <laughs> some very horny content. Yeah, Monsterotica Monster, was I, the book. <laughs> Monster, uh, a, a delicious portmanteau of Monster Erotica. So, you know, who knows? Uh, you you also follow Cory Doctorow, and he was being very uh, horny on the timeline. So, you know, well, well that was that, that was your that was your interpretation. He was he was posting vintage pinups. I think he was I think he was being horny on the timeline. All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll let that slide. Okay. All right. Let's let's keep. I'm g- jumping in. All right. Uh, so first up, right on my timeline is a is a tweet from at Megan Bichel, who says they can't keep getting away with this, and it's a uh, fan cam of Jill Biden, and that's just uh, upsetting. You know, I don't know. Are you familiar with fan cams? That they're like a video. I don't know what that is. Actually, it's like no, it's a, that... a style of edit where it's like a bunch of clips of of a celebrity or a. a fictional character or something that is set to music edited usually with like a bunch of filters and this is a jill biden fan cam and uh meg has tweeted they can't keep getting away with this obviously quoting uh jesse pinkman from breaking bad in the classic season five episode where he's being interrogated by hank and gomi and uh he's talking about uh walter white his former business partner and he says he can't keep getting away with this that's that was that wasn't a very good Jesse, but you know. No, I don't know what that was. That felt like you were like on a ship about to fall off. No, or I'm falling off no! the ship, Mister Mister White. I'm falling off the ship. No, now I'm like doing like a, I'm like a doing like a Rocky or something. I don't know what I'm doing, Mister White. Hey, here's here's one we talked about before, but no one knows that. Yeah, <laughs> I see. I see a um, um, Molly Knox Osterix, um do you want to take a, Do you want to take? Tweet. Do you want to take another stab at that name and say her last name right? Molly Knox Ostertag. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Osterig. Well, it was like Easter egg. Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, I'm so my my apologies at Molly Ostertag. Uh, the the what would you what animated movie food would you eat? I'm looking at yeah. a picture right now of three eggs from Shrek being cooked like on an open fire. Yeah, beautiful sunny side up. I kind of dig that. Okay, so 
There's gonna, there will have just been some transition music or a sound effect or something. And I'm going to explain what just happened, which is that uh, it is now 10.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> when did we start, Zach? Uh, 1 p.m. To do a 20-minute podcast? Uh, yeah, to do it. No, come 40 minutes. Come on. For, okay. With an hour. I, you know, we did, a, right, we did an right. hour the first time. Um, so it, what happened was we sat down and we recorded the first 10 minutes of this episode on our, you know, like the, the fourth attempt or whatever it was. And we, we got 10 minutes in and then my pipes started... I wonder if you listen to the podcast, I wonder if I will have, you know, totally gotten the noise removal done properly or if you can hear my pipes in the background, but they just started and then they got worse and worse and worse and we had to stop recording because my pipes started clanging and banging and being terrible. And I said, okay, you know what? Let's just take a break. You know, my pipes do this sometimes and it, you know, it lasts for half an hour or whatever and then and then it's fine. So I uh, sat down on my couch and I uh, was FaceTiming with my father, then uh, accidentally hung up the FaceTime call and it was like, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll text you when the pipes stop. And then it was 10 p.m. and I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up to a text from my dad saying, uh, you know, uh, I think 830 is going to be my heart out if your pipes aren't quiet. And then a text at nine saying, I could rally if you want to do it. And then uh, now it is 10. <laughs> and uh, I frantically texted him saying, oh, my God, are you now are you asleep? Are we do you, can you still do it? And here we are. No, here we are. I'm I'm doing it lying down in bed though. No, you're not. I can see no, you. No, I'm not. Don't lie yeah, to the not. listeners. Don't lie I don't to, want to. Don't... I didn't mean to Come everybody. On. You can trust me. So w- what's great now is that there's even kind of more distance between the first couple times we recorded and I have really <laughs> lost all track of what was and wasn't a part of our initial recording sessions. What hasn't hasn't been lost time. I think that's what makes this so charming, though. Right? No, because this is real. You know, this is gritty. This totally is real. this is real totally life. Real. This is you know, life doesn't life comes at you fast, and life uh, is an, is an audacity wizard who eats your files. So totally, we're here. Oh, uh, what's great is my glass of. Uh, cold beer is now a glass of room temperature beer that is oh it's that same sitting. glass I, just, I saw it i thought it was maybe a new one nope no, it's, it's just because <laughs> it was sitting out from before <laughs> so now i'm just gonna keep drinking it this was the, this was the recording where i opened that right that was the yes this yeah, was this one. yeah 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 okay yeah okay <laughs> christ so all right now well, you have to you have to drink it now now i have to drink it and and we can just dive right into back into this i think we were you had just brought up uh, Molly Ostertag's tweet about the animated food, the food animated, from animated food, food from animated yeah. films, which is a, a conversation we had several hours ago. We had it several, like a long time ago, but I still want to. Um, you want to share your answer because it was a good answer. Well, I thought my answer is good, and I still stand by it. If I were to think of an animated food, I would want. Right. I, I thought about it for a second with you, and go to the Flintstones and think about the end credits where. Um, they're at the drive-in and they get this massive slab of, you know, Bronto bones ribs, yeah. and they just looked really um, appetizing. Yeah, I think that you know, I think that was a really good answer because first of all, it was it's it's retro. You know, a lot of people in the comments for that were people my age who grew up, you know, with the Disney Renaissance and with and and so a lot of their answers were. Maybe like Miyazaki movies because there's always right. there's very delicious looking you know oh the food in Spirited Away that the parents aren't supposed to eat oh, oh that, that 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 is food gorgeous looks food really appetizing yeah. but yeah so not a lot of comments kind of predated the 90s there when I was looking at that thread so but you're so right it did that that dinosaur bone the slab yes. of um the ribs or steak whatever it is I think it's ribs. Uh, well, I would say the ribs. It's yeah. definitely a, a rack of ribs. Yes. You know. You know. Speaking of the Flintstones, it, it was it was recently just your birthday, as you know, and I was going through old photos of you. Where is this going? Because you had asked for. Well, I I, I found a, a video file of you singing the Flintstones theme song. What? There is a, a video file of you and I. Uh, Mom is taping it, and and you're singing TV theme songs. Oh my god. Okay. Wait. Uh, how how old was I? You must have been like five. Yeah. So we had this book of TV theme songs, like that, were like for piano yes. arrangements. And I 
they they were all like ancient television shows. I don't even know if you like you were singing Green Acres, which yeah, because I don't even know what it. I don't even know what it was. I have never seen an episode of Green Acres, but I know how the theme song goes from this book of of same thing with uh oh what's the Gilligan's Island is one yeah that was that was in the yeah but I I did watch the Flintstones and uh the Jetsons I've seen episodes of those anyway just an aside I remember it was very funny to see you sing the Flintstones thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean And happy birthday again. Oh, just, thank you. Thanks just, thanks, Papa. I'm twenty six now. Yep, you you're really ruling it. Yep. I'm kicking ass. How old are you? Uh I'm older than that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't I'm, have to I'm double I'm double that. No, I, now I have to do math? No, you're not no, you're the old. listeners do math. Oh, but the, but you're older than double that. Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I right. have to do math. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, let's get What was your answer, by the way, to that the animated? I know you tweeted it. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, so I had a couple, or I, I thought about a couple of things. Well, <laughs> God, I don't know who this is, but I'm following somebody. Sorry, I just got distracted. I'm following somebody who- Oh, had, that's what, hey, go with the stream. If you see something, go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at my timeline. There's somebody at, at Bussy Douche who <laughs> I follow, and now I don't remember who they really are. Because they've changed their username to Ben Shapiro, and they're just tweeting. <laughs> they're just like tweeting thirst tweets about Ben Shapiro's sister. I don't oh. know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen Ben Shapiro's sister is kind of hot, but he's. Oh no, I don't. Yeah. I don't know who she is. Yeah, um, but I know he is. But... Yeah, it's been a. It's been a joke that like the fact that he's this ugly little troll and she's kind of hot, but but so I guess this this person at Bussy Douche has change their avatar to Ben Shapiro and change their username to Ben Shapiro and it's just tweeting about Ben Shapiro's sister being hot. It's very funny because Ben Shapiro fucking sucks. But my answer to the the food thing, originally I had tweeted that that little um, candy from, from the episode, the little purple and yellow candy from that episode of Jimmy Neutron where he makes... I forget yes. what the what the inciting incident was, like why he makes this candy, but it's a candy that's like so delicious that it turns everybody Carl into like goes crazy for it. That, yeah, everyone goes everyone goes crazy for it. Like everybody who eats it like needs more of it, and it's this like little purple candy with yellow like ball bearings on it. And I always had a very specific kind of like I imagined what this thing would taste like and the texture. Like I always thought it was like. Maybe like a denser kind of cake pop, and I have this right. like this such a, a specific desire of like wanting to prove right what I thought it tasted like, you know, like this idea that oh, I have such a specific notion of this fictional object. If only I could taste it to kind of. Did you ever chase after it, like tr- experiment and try to like create <laughs> the flavor? No, the I mean the closest I ever got was was you know several years later, the first time I ever had a cake pop, and being like oh, you know that's the that's kind of the right. That wasn't my first thought after having a cake pop. I just want to make that clear. No, I, I understand. I wasn't. I wasn't like. I, 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 you know, I'm going to go right on a limb here and say yeah. I've never had a cake pop. Really? I've never, never had one. They're good. I mean, it's. I mean, imagine they're kind of hard to get now because you can't just go to a Starbucks. But you know, Starbucks has a good cake pop. The next time we're allowed to go outside and go to Starbucks, right. I would. Re- I would recommend. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember because I had another answer to that animated food thing. I think. From early, see now I'm contending with trying to remember conversations we had six or seven hours ago, yeah. and also the fact that I have only just woken up from an accidental two-hour nap. So I, I'm I'm kind of contending with fog brain on multiple levels. Well, I think that's a perfect metaphor for Twitter. It's it's just sort of <laughs> a, Twitter is a fog brain. Yeah, Twitter's a a, a foggy mess of content that you Speaking kind of have of to which- sift sift through. Well, what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at a, a friend of mine, Jonathan Rosen, has retweeted okay. a Funko image, and we we love Funko. Do we? Uh, of of well, why not? It's the Kool Aid Man. I don't want to. How does that have 1.5 thousand likes? I that's a it's a I, Funko Pop Kool Aid Man who looks like the devil has has taken his soul. I right. hate it's I a, hate Funko. I hate Funko. Well, I'm glad I'm learning this because for your birthday, I had ordered. No, I didn't. No, come on. Funko. I'm going to I'm going to no ju- I'm going to just make a note real quick cuz I think Funko could be a good direction to go later in the episode with a uh with a, a tweet. tweet. I think Funko. I'm going to start taking notes actually cuz I know that was a uh, big problem that we ran into the other two times we recorded full episodes of this podcast was we really had to rack our brains for 
for what the fuck we were going to say at the end of it because we didn't remember anything. Oh, have you seen this? It's on my... I'm not going to play the video, but have no, you seen this? No, what is that? Woody this, Woodpeckers? Yeah, so this is from... This is David Lynch on giving a kind of press thank you for... Uh, Eraserhead. Back when it came out, he was he was uh, like giving a thanks to like the Venice Film Festival or something. He recorded this video, and it is him introducing five plush Woody Woodpecker dolls as the boys, as he calls them. <laughs> and he, it's yeah. like it's like Bob, Chuck, Dan. Oh fuck! All of them have names. This is this is Bill. This is Joe. This is. Larry, this is Chuck, and this is Dan. I'm sure that's by David Lynch, but that's not quite their names. I know Chuck and Dan are, and he describes that he was, like, driving down Sunset Boulevard and saw them, like, hanging in a gas station on, he was, he was like, he was like, I found them on, on with little metal hooks in their back, and I rescued them. And uh, these guys aren't just a bunch of goofballs, you know? They they really have a, a lot to share about uh, the meaning of life. Like, he's he's really, like, it's as if they're they're real people and what's great is so this is a this is a wild thing that he's introducing the boys like this but the other thing is that he gave an interview more recently and there's a he talks about them and he, <laughs> really? he yes and he says that they're no longer in his life because they started to have some quote not so nice thoughts oh no i would <laughs> love to see see the the movie he makes of that this is you know the the I think why David Lynch actually wasn't bad by the end there. The, I, the, the you know, these, they aren't just a bunch of goofballs. David Lynch, <laughs> I'm. Do Do you think that 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 in some ways they could be the sequel to Mulholland Drive? Long live Eraserhead. No, I think the sequel to Mulholland Drive is Lost Highway, or other way around. Which one came out first? I think Lost Highway. Lost no? Highway was first. I don't know. It's not what a good. Do I, I, know? I, I, that's a weird movie. I don't like it as much as Mulholland Drive, but I definitely I haven't seen it as as much as. Uh, I've seen Mulholland Drive, but Lost Highway is pretty good. That is Nicolas Cage. No, it's not. You're thinking of, uh, oh my god, uh, you're thinking of, uh, oh my god, it's the one with Laura Dern, and it's that's the one. Yep, I'm thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking of the one with Laura Dern. Wild at Heart. Yes, that's the one. That's it. Yes, okay. I could not get. through I tried to watch it. I couldn't get through it. It was. It was too weird for me even you know i'm gonna i should probably try to rewatch it because i do love david lynch but it was just i got to the scene where the mother is like putting lipstick all over her face to the point where like her entire face is red and i was like i i don't know what's happening here i'm 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 not saying oh uh, your, your favorite your favorite restaurateur guy fieri yeah this is great i know you're you're kind of being goofy but he's raised yep. 20 million dollars he's incredible that's what i'm looking i was yeah. about to read that it's pretty great. Yeah, people clown on him a lot, and for good reason. But he, he also isn't a like bad person. He's just like his brand is oh. just ridiculous. Oh, I think he knows that, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. He has. He like created something called Donkey Sauce. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> um, this is great. This is. Uh, I hate you know Trump's tweets, but this is a. Earlier today, he tweeted in all caps: "Transition to greatness." And this right, is. Uh, right. Uh, uh, Grace Seegers saying, uh, this is a quote tweet. So, so she quote tweeted that and she says, me changing from my pajama pants into my sweatpants every morning. <laughs> That's very good. I, in an earlier recording, we did a different quote tweet of, we, I, I, there was another one that showed up on my timeline from Emily Vanderwerf, who is an incredible, uh, writer and, and journalist and she's a trans woman and so she quote tweeted transition to greatness with saying something like i'm trying but you keep making it so hard <laughs> so i want to shout out both both grace seegers and and emily vanderwerf who are both uh fun to follow on twitter.com so i'm on my line and yeah your line well, that's cool do you call it the it's line ah yeah, oh, fuck my line. fuck i kind of want to call it the line yo what's up let's yeah. check out the line yeah you, oh, hey, okay. I, I seed it to you. You, you know, it's fine. Can I use that? Stuff. I can use that. Yeah. Oh, Thank you. you. Got it. Fuck yeah. You got All it. right. I'll take the line. <laughs> this is great. This is from at Eggshell Friend. Really been getting into classic film during quarantine. For instance, right now I'm watching Over the Hedge, 2006. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> I like that tweet. That's a good tweet. You know, that was one of my goals. I thought I was going to like watch movies a lot i'm not watching a lot of movies as much as series uh, like yeah yeah I, I need to kind of watch things that keep going and going and going sort of like how this all feels and a movie is to 
Yeah. Start, middle, end. Yeah, there's a lot that's been on my list because I really want to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire as, and I just haven't gotten around to it. I think probably right. for that reason, just because it's, it's so finite. I tried watching The Lodge, this new horror movie that's on Hulu, and it fucking sucked. I don't recommend it. Okay, I will not watch it. Plus, I do not have Hulu. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. That's okay. I, no, I'm fine. This is boring. I'm bored. Come I want to see something say... cool. No, not the not what we're talking about. I'm looking at my line and don't it's boring. Don't call my your line. Don't call my freaking podcast boring. Come on. I didn't call it. No. Hey, who was the first subscriber? You probably probably, probably it me. me. Probably I, my, probably myself. I probably yeah, was you, the first. I was at least number three. You yeah. At yeah, least three. three three of three. <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere. You know, I'm looking at an image right now. Oh, it just went away. Oh, where did it go? Oh, no, come on. We were just about to... Oh, <laughs> no, it. I got refreshed. My line oh, refreshed. I hate it when that happens. Twitter. What was it? What was it? It, it looked like a... It was like a, an illustration of a boar serving something on a platter. And it made uh, me think of the whole little piggy thing that we discovered earlier. We did earlier. Yeah. Which is an okay. amazing, amazing... You know, once again, when you when when Twitter teaches me something... Right. Do you want to do you want to describe what it was? Because that's audio well, sure. that, that's gone. That's that's audio that's gone. So no, I was going to reference it. It's it's the um, nursery rhyme. This little piggy went to market. This yeah. little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef, and this little piggy had none. And you know, I think every kid and, and do every the parent, last one. This little piggy oh, went this wee little wee piggy wee. went wee 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 all the way home. Yeah. And this tweet that we discovered today that has blown my mind wide open is it's a thread about how that's really about taking pigs to market. Like literally to market, to yeah, s- to, to sell slaughter. them. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a slaughterhouse. It's take, nursery yeah, so rhyme. The nursery rhyme takes place in a slaughterhouse saying, all right, this pig went to market. It's It's been, you know, it's now it's ham. Right. This little piggy stayed uh, home because it wasn't. It wasn't fat- ready to yeah, fatten them up. This little funny, this little piggy had roast beef that was to fatten him up. Right. It's a, and and this little piggy went wee wee wee. This is the one that got away. Got away and and basically got away and probably wrote the 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 poem. Oh, I like that angle. Yeah. We hadn't discussed yeah. that before. I just no, want to say no, that was the that. um that was the impetus for for my tweet earlier today, which I, I'll probably post. I'll probably post it on Instagram. Which was Daniel Day Lewis preparing for a role as a little piggy by yelling "Wee wee wee" all the way home, and Which I thought I still, that was—I maintain it. It still makes me laugh. That was a good. Your, I'm looking now. Your tweet from earlier actually did better than my tweet from earlier. Your your tweet about uh, yeah. therapy. Wow, look at that five. Wow, yeah, and a comment and a comment. So that's pretty good. That's pretty fucking good, I, dude. But I do want to say that my <laughs> from <laughs> from our. Podcast take one, which from never sees the light of day. Yeah. My my tweet from that one got no, no likes at all. The, the Marie the, Kondo one, yeah, the big the big baby book club, big baby book club that you did a whole Photoshop for. I'm sorry, I did. I worked hard. I worked hard. Yeah, that one got no love. But you know what? It's better that better that it's lost than better. That I don't it's mind. Lost. I, I, when you're on the line, sometimes you just got to take your time. <laughs> I'm already sick of the line. I'm it's a, I'm already that, done with it. Is that a dad thing or what? Like. Something it's, like it's good, and then like yeah. let me drive it into the ground. Let me I just like kill. Let me just absolutely kill it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll probably use it three more times. All right, that's good. Yeah, just to warn you. Thank you. All right, let's keep going. Let's uh, let's keep scrolling through the, through the line. Uh, now I'm See, saying it. It, well, it worked. I, I, I know I, it's I, I got fuck, It's catchy. It is. Uh, it's pretty good. I think. Going. Got some. Tic- we got some TikToks. I, I don't. I'm never gonna join TikTok. I don't think. What we got here? Oh, there's the, there's the image I was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, that's a drawing of a boar. Do you want to click on that? I want to see yeah. what he's doing. He's wearing a little apron. Oh, oh he's serving oh, you. He's serving, he's serving a he's latte. He's serving you a latte, and it looks like there's maybe a little cookie on the plate. That's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Who's the artist? Who's the artist there? I don't know if it's credited. I don't. I don't. No, see I think it. it's the person who tweeted it. That they have art in their in their usernames. It's probably them. Oh, so it's it's at Carad C A R A I D art. Well, it looks like actually, it looks like that's a reply. Is that what? Let's see what the thread was. If you click on the tweet, a feral, a feral hog <laughs> that makes you coffee would be a borista, and then carried art made it. That's great. Okay, that's... see, I'm glad. I'm glad we got the context for that. That was wonderful. Well, what's also nice is the give and take. You know, it's like here's my idea, and then boom, and let me let me show it to you. That's I that's like a that. twi- that's a Twitter thing. I like that. 
Yeah, I think that's a that's an internet thing. I've seen you know that happens a lot on on any kind of public forum online. Somebody puts something out and somebody replies to it with a a creation related to it. I think that's a very cool thing about about being online and being in the internet space. Can I just say I'm sick of seeing bread pictures? People, well, there's one genre of bread picture that I'm really okay with. Okay, uh, wait. First of all, I just want to. This tweet is good. Uh, at left at London says Miss Monopoly. Does that mean she's single? Ooh, like that a lot. Uh, left at London is very funny. I I, rec- I recommend following her. Wait, I what did you that. what did you say about? Oh right, the bread. Um, no, I was just saying bread. One, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm looking at people like, have too much people bread. have started. Yeah, people have started making froggy bread which is bread shaped like frogs <laughs> i'm sorry and that's the yeah it's great so that's the only kind of <laughs> bread that i'm i can get behind seeing i'm gonna have to a search lot for of that. look up froggy bread it's inc- fucking incredible oh here's a an r.i.p to little richard um who okay so we found this out live on tape earlier <laughs> um twice and it was lost to time but i'll just you know redo the convert let's let's redo the conversation as naturally as possible which was that we discovered that little richard w- was the writer of the singer, um, singer the singer the singer of the magic school bus theme song which was incredible right. to learn um that's right it was really great to find that out you know little richard i mean obviously an incredible musician but just to, to find out that he was also responsible for such an iconic piece of music from from my childhood and a lot of people's childhoods. Uh, well, is really and, and and he was like rock and roll, which is so um, non educational. You know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of interesting that he he was the choice. Oh, good. This is good. This is a tweet from <laughs> Mahanid El Shiki. I don't yeah. know how to say his last name properly. I'm very sorry, Mahanid. He's a, a producer at Sam B. But he he tweets, okay, I named my Animal Crossing Island Firefest, and now I'm having a lot of <laughs> a lot of fun hearing Tom Nook say that this is gonna be the best time of my life. <laughs> it's extremely good. I like it. It's you know, good, you're lucky to good, have been alive in the time of Firefest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of really wild shit that has happened. Firefest, oh, what was the one the one the the fake medicine one? With that the woman f- who did the fake medicine. The fake med- uh, You got me. Uh, Do you know Th- Theranos? Theranos? Oh, Theranos, yeah. Yeah, Theranos, yeah. So there's been a lot of, like, I, scams. I, I was picturing a festival. No, no, I'm talking... No, I'm just talking about different scams that have happened. So there's there's Theranos, there's uh, Firefest, there's Dashcon, there's... Uh, but da- I, I thought Dashcon was real. Well, Dashcon was... I mean, Firefest was real, but Dashcon... Uh, stole people's money just as much and it was kind of a, a big shit show. Oh. They had people they had people put money, literally money in a, a bag that they passed around to the main hall of the convention saying that they didn't have enough to pay the venue and that they needed everybody to cough up donations. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. It's, uh, it's a, yeah, it was so poorly run and just an absolute shit show. They booked some, like, legit people. I think they booked, like, the Welcome to Night Vale people. And then, like, everyone pulled out because they were like, wait, no one's paying us. What's going on? You're blowing my mind on that. Yeah, right? Absolutely wild. All right. Let's keep keep going here. I know this was was a conversation that we had earlier, but I kind of want to, just because we we went on for so long about it, and it was really good, and I want to try to recapture that lightning in a bottle magic of... Uh, describing the the long run we had about movie theaters uh, for me well, as a sure, child. Sure. Uh, bl- well, you were you were easily you were easily frightened I was as a child. Really easily scared as a child. And, and sp- I was easily I was easily upset. I think we got on this because we were talking about well, we're talking about emotional health actually. Is right. And you I mean I was talking about how scared I was by movies and and stuff like that and also how easily I cried when you told me stories about your childhood <laughs> which that's that right, sounds right. so so sad but um you and it was never my intention you know like yeah the, the reason is because i had this my own childhood was ha- had some trauma in it and so my coping mechanism was always everything's fine you know and every, everything's funny 
And yeah. so I would tell you these stories that to me were funny because I made them funny. Uh, and only in sort of retrospect, like in rehashing it, when you would say, why would you tell me that story? It's so, that was so sad. I said, no, it's a funny story. Yeah. And, and I think the story that we were at the dinner table, I remember you were probably seven, eight. Se- yeah, I, I think I think so. Yeah. And I'm, you must have had a book report, Duke. And I was like, oh, here's a story about – this is really funny. But when I had a book report in second grade, um, I read about – I read a biography of Benjamin Franklin. And for extra credit, without even being asked, I created a diorama in a shoebox using my G.I. Joe doll, which I dressed up as Ben Franklin and gave him a kite and gave a little background and put little lightning bolts. And I brought that in and showed it to everybody in second grade and – uh, people made fun of me and on the way home <laughs> this this is the funny story I'm telling at yeah. dinner on the way home I threw it away and trashed it in the street and threw it down the sewer and I got so sad and you and you like ended the story as if that was like a punchline and I was like wait right, you right. threw away the thing that you worked so hard on and it was your toy and you had to I had like such I, I had such a vivid image of this like Benjamin Franklin G.I. Joe falling down the sewer and it made me so so sad and I cried at the dinner table well you know and, and again it, it was not the intention of hey, let me mess the kid up yeah it was you know, you thought, my own you, survival, thought you, were, you thought you were telling a funny story. I thought it was a cute story from my past, and that—that's how I colored my past to kind of yeah. survive it. And you know, it also brought up for me when we rehashed this. Like, I was a kid who did extra credit, you know, without being asked, and I loved to read, so I would read extra books. And kids, you know, kids be mean. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. So people, I, so people I, were calling I, you like I, a people big old were always making fun nerd. of me for reading books. Yeah. yeah. I don't have that problem because yeah. I don't read books anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you did. I did read did. books. Yeah. Well, you I read, read I read books. books so well that the teacher thought I was lying about reading books. Oh, you had some. T- yeah. I had a teacher even... in fourth grade who got uh, who because we had to log all the books that we were reading, and I was a very avid reader, and so she thought that I was lying about how much I was reading. And it was, and it, that you were reading above your above your level. He wouldn't understand that book. Why would he be reading God. that? Gonna gonna kick her ass. I hope I hope she's dead. No, oh, the, your mother and I. Your mother and I still um, kind of rat on her. So she sucks. She uh, anyway. she punished me. Okay, so so she had a, a really weird punishment system where she would make the the classroom was divided into kind of two areas. There was like the entrance area when you came into the room that had a a kind of like linoleum tile floor that as you walked past uh, her desk like past the threshold then the rest of the classroom where all the seats were were were, it was a carpeted area and her punishment was if you were bad you had to go sit on the cold linoleum floor like that was the punishment she had so you had never heard this before you didn't know oh my god you didn't know this oh my god uh yeah so when she would when she would punish kids it would be like okay go sit on the go sit on the cold floor for you know 15 minutes or whatever it was and that became kind of like the timeout area in in her classroom and i remember oh that is so cruel oh yeah she sucks but i remember the the one of the reasons i got sent to the timeout linoleum was that fourth grade <laughs> was the first time that i had uh glasses i got glasses in, in fourth grade right that's right and that's right. and i came in with glasses one day and and she was like oh you're wearing glasses now and i was like yeah i need them to see and she she for whatever reason didn't she like questioned the fact that but maybe I was wearing them for attention or, or I was like, I wanted to wear glasses because both my parents wore glasses and like that was why I was wearing them. Um, and I didn't really need them. And uh, this, this is a very upsetting story to me. I, maybe I heard it then, but this is terrible. Yeah, it sucks. But OK, so what happened was a couple weeks or, or a couple months later, something very, very unbelievable happened, which is that we were w- walking <laughs> down. I remember uh, this. We were walking up the street <laughs> and uh, our neighbor was walking yep. uh, their dog, who's this big golden retriever puppy. And the and the dog... What was the dog's name? Do you remember the dog's name? Oh, gosh. Uh, no, I, I, used, I, I, I used to know the dog's name. But, uh, but it was like a Labrador. Yeah, it was, it was, a, big, it was, a, it was beautiful a big dog. Big dog. But it, it jumped up on me to say hello and, like, lick my face or whatever. And it knocked off my glasses, which right. folded up in midair 
and fell down a sewer grate. A lot of sewer stuff today yeah, when yeah, we're talking yeah. about <laughs> the theme going. Interesting but parallels. Like, th- th- that's pretty funny because it, it it's almost impossible for that to happen. Right. The but fact I was that, with you. I, I yes, was right there. This was 100% real. I, I remember this so, so vividly. The fact that they perfectly... They didn't. It was like a perfect swish. It wasn't. They didn't yes, even bounce. They yes. just. It was just suddenly. Whoop, they just right through the grate. And oh. I had to go in the next day to school. And of course, the first thing that my fourth grade teacher says is, "Oh, where where are your glasses? I thought you needed them." And I had to say, oh, no. I had to say, well, you know, a dog knocked them off my face and they fell in the <laughs> sewer. And if you hear a child say that, of like, <laughs> of course, that sounds so unbelievable. And anyway, she, I had to insist that I was telling the truth, and she punished me and sent me to the linoleum floor for lying. Oh, I, <laughs> I, that that breaks my heart, and, and I, I would, I would like to see that teacher again. But uh, we will let we fire. will let her go. Who? What was her you name? Know, that, Noreen. 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 That was the day. Yeah. The day that you lost your glasses, that I got the news that I sold my first book. Look at that. Oh, you know what? It's it was the law of equivalent exchange. I had to sacrifice my glasses for the for the I good could, of your uh writing. So for so for pond scum, yeah. glasses. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for that. Thanks for doing that. You're really you're you're so welcome. I love I do love that book. That was a fun a fun little a fun little thanks, adventure thanks, that thanks. you wrote. It's it's a it, little romp. It's a little, it's a little romp. romp. Um what were we talking about? Oh, right. So, but but when I was a kid, I was I was very sensitive and I was very easily frightened by stuff. Um, right. Oh, this is what. Oh, fuck. Okay, this is why we were talking about that in podcast recording number two was because we saw the little Richard thing about Magic School Bus, and then I talked about how upset yes. Magic School Bus made me when they went to space and Arnold took off his helmet. And I think that's a universal thing. I think if people were a fan of the Magic School Bus as a kid, that was a that was a universally upsetting scene when he when they went to Pluto, I think, and Arnold took off his helmet and instantly like froze to death. Not actually died, but like he he his entire face solidified into a block of ice. Way to go, Scholastic. Yeah. Let's show what really happens. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, kids. They'll thaw you out later. But yeah, so that's how that, that scared the shit out of me. That's right. And then then we started that that led to talking about. Uh, I apologize because we took you to the um, Rose Planetarium oh, once yeah. to see to see a, a show there because we thought we were being great yeah. parents. But you had this deathly fear of. Black I had a, de- holes. I had a deathly fear of black holes that lasted into like my teenage years. Like I'm still I'm still not 100% cool about black holes. This, no, like they scare the shit out of me. And we went to this planetarium show, and I don't know if you know to the listener. I don't know if you've been to a, a planetarium show before, listener. But the way it works is you like sit in this chair and and lean back and look up at the ceiling. The the, the room is a dome. And oh, if you've seen BoJack Horseman, you know what I'm talking about. Where the the whole sky like the whole dome becomes the projector and it's this like immersive 360 degree projection of outer space and i remember beforehand before we went in i i asked you or i asked mom i was like do do you think that there's going to be a black hole in this right because it wasn't it wasn't called black holes right it was it was like a a exploration of the solar system i think it was like going right that was that was it oh that was it that was it that was it it was it was it was about the solar system and it was like going through each planet at a time and like i remember there was the one on the asteroid belt and the and so as we were going through it i remember being like oh okay it's probably because i asked beforehand and then we were watching it and i was like it's gonna be okay they're doing they're just doing the stuff in the solar system there's not going to be a black hole. And then at the end of it, the narrator was like, and what's out in the deepest parts of space? Uh, a black hole, perhaps. And we just don't know what's inside of those. And then the entire, it like zooms in on a black hole and the entire sky becomes this like, this whooshing tunnel as as you get sucked into the black hole. Yeah. It, yeah, I remember that. And I, I just felt so terrible at that moment. Like, I know he hates yeah. this. Not just hates. And there was also, there was nowhere I could go. That's the thing. So so when we, when we would see movies, oftentimes when I was a kid, not, this doesn't happen anymore. I'm a big boy. But when I was a kid and we would go see movies that would frighten me, you would take me out 
not we wouldn't right. leave the room necessarily but we would go wait in the aisle like in the wings where the entrance to like the, the entrance yeah the entrance the entrance way, way yeah. to the yeah. theater so that you could still see the movie and you could tell me when it was safe to go back but i seem to remember it was mostly the trailers we, there was this phase there were bo- that it was both because because tra- trailers were so unpredictable that we didn't know what was going to happen yes because trailers because you could be going in to see like a Harry Potter movie or something. And even though, I mean, Harry Potter movies still scared me. Like the, like Voldemort. Yeah, no, I think that was one of your first scares. Yeah, Voldemort taking oh, yeah, off. yeah, it was tr- troll, it was, troll. Yeah. No, not the troll, not the troll. It was Quirrell taking off his um, turban and, Unwrapping. and yep. Voldemort's face being on the back there. And because I'd read the book, I knew that was coming. And I knew that that part would probably freak me out. But it still was was just so upsetting. And then I remember the basilisk really scared me, and the spiders really scared me, and the werewolf in the third one really scared me. Um, sure. But but anyway, so like, let's say you're going to see a Harry Potter movie, you don't know what trailers you're going to get for that. So we would wait in the wings, and you would tell me if the trailers were going to be okay to watch. And I remember the reason why we started doing that was we we went to see. It may have been a Harry Potter movie, or it may have been Star Wars. I, I don't know what at what time. I don't know when the, re- the when the releases would have lined up here, but I remember it was the trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean that caught me so off guard because that trailer ends right. with Barbosa, played by the excellent Jeffrey Rush. Let's just give Jeffrey Rush a hand here. The the Oscar, yep. the Academy yep. Award winning actor Jeffrey Rush. Um, yeah, well deserved, I think, for the King's Speech. Truly, truly, an excellent performance. Um, did he win for the King's Speech? I think he did. Right? No, no, he won for. Hold on, what was the name of it? You'll have to give me a minute. Keep keep talking. All right, yeah, I'll, yeah. Let I'll, me I'll, just just interrupt me whenever the fuck you remember what Jeffrey Rush won. Oh, you're googling it. I can see on your screen you're googling it. Come on, this is a Twitter podcast. Get off of Google. I don't know what you're Come talking on. about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um. So Jeffrey Jeffrey Rush he he comes out of the shadows at the very end of the trailer and he says, "You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one." And he turns into a scary skeleton man. And it that was the scariest shit. And I remember being home uh, after after the movie. The, the whole movie went by and I was still terrified of that. I remember being at home in my bed and crying to you or to mom and being like, why would anyone put that in a tr- movie trailer? Who wants to even see that? Who would even want to see that movie? Right. Well, you did. I did. You well, did. I, eventually I saw that movie. Not in theaters, I don't think. Um, but Hey, that- wait. It just came to me. The the Jeffrey Rush is genius. Okay. Are you sure you didn't? You're sure you didn't Google that? Oh, no, I definitely Googled it. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie on 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 your podcast. Yeah, this is don't perjure yourself here. Yeah, so so that was that was kind of the the scary uh, the fucking scariest shit in my childhood was Captain Barbosa uh, turning into a skeleton man. I think it was it was same shit with like the mummy. The mummy scared me too. The original mummy movie. But you were old. You were well. When you say the original, you don't. No, mean I don't the mean original. the fifty. No, I mean I mean the um the Brendan Fraser. Because now I have to clarify because right. it's I'm not talking about the Tom Cruise one, but the uh, the the '90s mummy movie where you know it's it's uh oh what's the mummy's name? Emot Emotep. Was it the mummy? Emotep. Where, yeah, where he's Emotep. you know reconstituting his physical form, and there are scarab beetles that go under people's skin. Like that scared me. That that was scary. I, I thought it was a great effect, though. I I, I, I wonder if I it holds up. The visual up. was great. I mean, that's the thing. True, I, true. I haven't true. seen that movie in years and years and years, so I really don't know if it holds up. I remember liking the Mummy Returns. And I remember seeing the third Mummy in theaters and thinking it was bad, which I think was the universal kind of opinion on that movie yeah i i only saw the first one. Oh, this is good this is a good post back to twitter the thing that we're doing on this podcast um at gina devitorio says a sport that could be played while social distancing that i don't think enough people have considered is jousting nice that's great we could joust that's nice but do horses carry it oh fuck yeah oh, just a question like that you is not joust- me trying can- to be a downer on that i'm just <laughs> Like that's where my brain goes for like you can, this, these days. You can joust on a motorcycle. You can joust True, on you can joust on on roller skates. You just you just go fast enough. Okay, it's a d- you can different joust, sport. You can joust without the fucking horse. Come on, come on. Uh, seeing Louis C.K. on your timeline, I hate that. I, I went. Oh, I this went is right a, I mean, it. this is a good 
Do you follow No Context Succession? <laughs> no, I don't. It's a great. It's a great account. It's at No Context Royco, where it's just screenshots of from except from uh, Succession, just totally devoid of any any additional context. Um, let let me just scroll through their their feed for a hot sec because they're pretty great. So I know on May fourth they posted like a little thing about oh yeah yeah here Tom saying here to help fix the Death Star like <laughs> oh I just lo- I love Matthew McFadden he's so fucking good God I've never he's seen funny. I've never seen the Pride and Prejudice movie that he was in I've never seen any Pride and Prejudice movie really Hey you know you know for your birthdays we we tend to do themes when you were younger and yeah had you been home I would have thrown you a Succession. Oh, that would have been fun. What, 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 I, we, we, what would have done? We would have all played Boar on the Floor. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I don't love that, actually. <laughs> you know you know that somebody somewhere has actually played a game of Boar on the Floor inspired by Succession. <laughs> oh, I do know that. Well, I don't know that, but I believe that. Yeah. No, like, for sure somebody has done this. For sure somebody has done this. Boar on the Floor! It's a game! It's a <laughs> game! Good. <laughs> oh, I've got a picture of sloth, a sloth. Aww, I don't know why. I love that. You have to say a sloth because if you say sloth, then I'm I'm gonna think of the Goonies. Oh, it's 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 a sloth. I just I just I just put so much effort into taking a sip of this beer, not on mic that I I forgot that I oh just edit, which I just edit out the sound and I forgot and I just leaned so far back and almost fell out of my chair. Speaking of which, what? I'm going to take a sip of my water. So oh, this is great. You- so then we'll just edit out the sound and I'll, I'll yes, take a sip. Yes, and here too. I go. So yeah, yeah. So so how how do you think we're how do you think we're doing? Uh, oh, I think I think we've got plenty of um, talking to to do. But well, do you want to keep going? Is, do you want to keep going? Uh, I'm 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 right here. I've had cookies. I'm 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 sugared up. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. How's uh how's mom doing? Does she are you keeping her from going to bed right now? No, she's watching some TV stuff. Okay, cool. What what's she watching? What's what's she on about? I don't know. She 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 made popcorn and said, "Oh, go do the po- go do that podcast thing with your son." Wow. I'm going to watch a movie. So, great. That, that's great. This is a a tweet from at @serity Crarity Crarity that says Jurassic Park and chill. That's pretty great. I don't know if they mean actually going to Jurassic Park or watching the movie and chilling but uh either way either, either way, way i kind of like it better uh, as go to jurassic park <laughs> to and go chill. to jurassic park and chill and get yes, eviscerated I, I, by a dinosaur and chill well it seems it seems right for the times it's... yeah all right seeing some oh, here's a picture of taika waititi oh here's a tweet from gabriel gundiker at gabe gundiker he's very funny he says watched three movies today it has been such a thrill for my senses sight sound touch thoughtfully stroking my chin in discovery that i might i might even watch more <laughs> i love that i love i love gabe gundiker he's so fucking funny is he a like what's his background who is he uh i don't know what his background is but he he got big on vine back when vine was a thing and then he he kept going uh into into the comedy space uh he does a lot of like silly music stuff he did zendaya is michi i don't know if you know what that is i don't know what that is didn't think you would but he did that, so he does a lot of he does a lot of cool, funny shit. Big fan, big fan of that. Big fan of that guy. And he's roommates. I didn't know this until recently when when he showed up on a live an Instagram live. He's roommates with the comedian uh, Demi Adijuibe, who is uh, somebody who I think is just absolutely hysterical. Big fan of also Demi Adijuibe at Electro Lemon on Twitter. My Twitter is frozen. I- Twitter is telling us that we have to we have to stop. Twitter is telling okay. us that that that. Why do we think about tweeting now? Let's think about but- tweeting. I remember I took a note. I took a note earlier that said yeah, Funko. Did. That said Funko. That's the only right. thing in my notes app is Funko. It's that and the timestamps where I took a sip of uh, beer. So ugh. well. You know, like I, I, I did a lot of talking about childhood trauma. I don't childhood believe that's trauma. A, not sure that's a good tweet. Uh might not be bad. I mean, exploit your your trauma for attention online. That's great. Oh, that's that that that's true. I like that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do that. I mean, I mean, there was a great video earlier that um, Brian David Gilbert tweeted about like uh, to turning your turning yourself into a brand online. 
and sort of the commodification of the self. Strongly recommend that video. Oh, you, um, wow, you really did just type in the tweet. Oh, I'm, I'm going right for it. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to read it out loud? Well, I'm saying I, I'm, I'm riffing on childhood trauma is Twitter fodder, but I'm not done yet. Okay. There, there, there's that something was good. else I mean, coming. Th- if that's good, if nothing else comes to you, childhood trauma is Twitter fodder is a great tweet on its own. Um, here's what I'm going to write. I'm going to say, did, fun- I, did I just kill it? How many likes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get get rid of that. See, I think I, I think just that, I think just childhood trauma is Twitter funny f- fodder. If is I've funnier. learned nothing from being in this family, it's that I I can overdo it. Yes, I uh, I, I, I have an idea. Yeah. Uh, for mine, if you want to take a look at what I'm typing here, I'm watching. Pop of the ah, that helped it. Yeah. So what I've written Do, is you know, it, pop throws me off. You mean the, you mean the father, right? Nope. Pop as the father? No, pop. It's called a Funko Pop. That's what those. Oh. That's what those. Uh, uh, Dad moment, everybody. Plastic, I, those are I the vinyl. That. Uh, that's what those vinyl okay. figures are called. They're called. So what I've written is new Funko Pop of the Black Hole from Interstellar. I like it. Okay, well, let's let's on the count of three. All right. Let's let's tweet our tweets. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Boom. We did it. We did, but yours went up first. Yeah, eat shit. Oh, this is. Do you know your, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually. Um, when I see yours, whenever that happens, yeah, I'm gonna like it. Thanks, because I already do, do like it. I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna do the same for you. I'm actually gonna retweet. I'm gonna. Should I? Should I comment on yours? Should I? <laughs> childhood traumas Twitter fodder. Should I write yours or mine? <laughs> That's good. All right, I'll do that. I, I do like that. Um, you know, your tweet is not showing up on my timeline. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually quote tweet it and turn it into my content. And I'm going to say, hey, dad, yours are mine. That's better. Yeah. This is a collab here. We're doing a little collaboration. Well, well this is this has been like, I, I do mean this. This has been like my favorite day in a long time. Mm-hmm. We've had We've a lot had, of fun. I mean, we, we literally, we wasted the entire day trying to do... Rec- yeah, but I'm we did be, it together. I, that, I'm going to be fun. so, so sad if this recording fucks up. I'm going to be so, so sad. I think this no. was our best one. Oh, well, we, even say we, every, we, did, we say that every time. <laughs> we didn't even, we didn't see any monster erotica, but I think this was our best one. No, but people can search for it. It exists, everybody. Yeah. Okay. You can, fi- you can find monster erotica online. Um, if you really want to, many venues exist for, for Monster Rotica. Okay. I think this has been a good, I think this is a good place to end it. I think we did a good job here. I do too. I do too. And I, I really want to give us props for, um, rallying again and again and again. Yes. And we, again. yes, we really did. We really did a lot here today and we didn't let multiple technical difficulties or my stupid loud pipes get us down nope. or nope. me falling asleep for two hours by mistake. Right. Yeah. Or, okay. Well, you did. You also drank a very warm beer. Oh, I room temperature. You know, it's not very warm. It's not hot. All it's right. not a hot beer. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to plug, Alan? Uh, uh, Zachary. Oh, I just said the. I said the. You call me Zachary. Zachary. Ugh, oh, terrible. He hates that. Everybody. I'm vomiting uh, in my mouth. Well, son. Uh, I have nothing. Nothing I want to promote. Promote, but I am hard at work on. Um, two projects that I'm very excited about. Do you want to say anything about those projects? Well, one of them is a sequel children's picture book to my book called Meet the Latkes. I guess Ooh. I'm plugging now. Yeah, plug. The, yeah, come on. So, so the new book that comes out next spring is called Meet the Matzah. Yeah. And it's a picture book that tells uh, the story of Passover, but in a very funny, mistaken way. He's fucking cornered the, the Jewish comedy Jewish comedy, book, yeah. Jewish comedy children's book well, you market. Well, you, you you say that, but and, and I know we're trying to wrap. But when I tried to sell Viking, uh, I tried to sell them a, another picture book, and they said, you know, we like it, but Alan's the funny holiday guy. The, <laughs> did they say the funny Jew? Did they? Uh, no, they held that back, <laughs> but that's what they meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we can say we're Jewish. We can say we can say Jew. You you can't. Don't be anti-Semitic. Fuck you. <laughs> That's if there's one message. If there's one message that I want people to take away from this, it's that don't buy buy my dad's silly silly Jewish holiday picture books and don't be an anti semite. Oh, I, I think that's on the back cover actually. It's that's the that's the quote they actually got. Uh, 
uh they got a rabbi to say that <laughs> on the back of the book <laughs> <laughs> um, okay all right uh so you can follow you can follow my dad at alan silberberg on twitter you can find his books wherever books are sold it's true. um uh, well your instagram is uh alan at alan underscore silberberg <laughs> alan I, at silberberg <laughs> it's it's been that day yeah it's now we started at one it's eleven thirty. so yeah this is, is oh jesus god okay uh follow my dad well, you can follow what what this has been fun. That's, it's I was been, just no, signing it's been out. great. I was, yeah, I, it's, it's been. A, I, hey, had fun. I've had a fun day with you, Dad. It's even been though, fun. even though tomorrow's Mother's Day, today's today might today's, as well be today. T- today's my day. Today's tomorrow's, dad, tomorrow's today's mom's dad day. day. <laughs> I would have her on the podcast, but she doesn't have a Twitter. Yeah. Well, she'll 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 get one for this. Yeah, she'll yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she'll will be her timeline will be empty. Uh, what was I saying? Right. Uh, you can follow me. At Zach Silberberg on Twitter and Instagram. Follow uh, Timeline Pod. That's uh, at Timeline Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to Timeline on uh, Apple Podcasts. You can you can rate that if you want to. We got a couple of, of good reviews in on that service. So thank you so much to the people who have, who have given us five stars. Thank you to the IMG for the use of their song, Time Doesn't Wait, as the intro and outro of the show. And as always, uh, I love you. Yeah, you know what? And I love you and I love everybody out there and and this has been great. This is great. I love you so much. You you, you my dad and you the the listener. We both of us we love you. And I just want to say before we sign off here that uh beyond you liking and and, and retweeting me, uh no one has no one has interacted with with my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at looking at that right now. Nothing. Nothing. Well, I'm no, saying, no love. I'm saying, but that's okay. The love will come. Love yeah, level level come. come to us. Uh, all right, have a good night, Dad. Get some rest. Thanks, Zach. It's I'm gonna go to sleep now. Cool. I'm gonna edit the podcast now. <laughs> okay. Send me your file. I really hope the audio didn't fuck up. All right. Bye, good night. everybody. I love you. Bye. Bye.